Welcome to Season 2, Episode 10 of So Strange. I'm your host, Andy Myers. I'm an author and a paranormal researcher who has a very special guest for today's episode. Joining me here is Anna. Thanks for being on the show, Anna. Thanks for having me. Now, some of you might recall that Anna was actually on the season finale. Uh, back on Season 1, she talked about some of her... Um, well, I think it was, we talked about the... Uh, creepy visitor in the window, a little ghostly visitor that your son had had reoccurring for years and years. We did. We talked about ghosts and ghouls and creepy other otherworldly visitors, um, but hopefully something a little different today. But that trend has been broken, correct? Because last year on his birthday, that creepy visitor on... And he has a second story window, right? He does. Yeah. And yet the, the guy had like a parrot on his shoulder. He had a parrot. He was <laughs> caped. He was hovering, you know, up to the second floor window and just being an overall creep. Well, good riddance. Good that, riddance. That person didn't show back up. Um, but meanwhile, you've had, I'll put it this way, Anna's had so many weird and unusual paranormal, spiritual, metaphysical experiences. You can have your own show and talk about them and never run out of content. So I thought I'd have her back on uh, because after we recorded that on the season finale, she shared with me something that made my jaw drop. And I was like, I have to have you back on to share this. And uh has to do with aliens. And should I just let you kind of tell the story? Sure. Last winter, um, I was on a, I was having a girls weekend in Ponca State Park and middle of the night, you know, I'm not in my bed. So I don't know if that kind of triggered, um, this strange dream, but I was sleeping and, um, I remember briefly waking up in the middle of the night thinking, ah, uh, just weird energy. But I woke up the next morning and I clear as day could remember this craft landing in the backyard and a woman came out she was very humanoid she was shorter and she had um blonde like a pixie haircut and she came over to me and she handed me a piece of paper and it had her name on it i don't remember her name um and she said you need to remember me because i'm going to come back and find you again in 13 years and I was like, okay, are you sure, like, you have the right person? <laughs> I don't remember anything. I'm like Dory, you know, one minute to the next. I can't remember a thing. And I'm like, okay, look, like, if this is important, please go ahead and find somebody else. I, I don't want to, like, mess anything up for the future. Um, and then she went away. But she said she'd be back in 13 years. She said she'd be back in 13 years and she'd come find me. Your reaction is classic because it almost reminds me of any, you know, heroic action adventure movie, whether it's, you know, Frodo and Lord of the Rings or what have you, the, the main character who's destined to save the planet. They're always like, me? You must have the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a regular person. Mm -hmm. I'm a human. What am I supposed to do? Oh, boy. Um, so, so she looked like Tinkerbell. She did. Yeah, she was just a petite alien lady, but she looked like a human. So I don't know if it was, you know, somebody from the future visiting or um, 
obviously somebody not from here. How how were her eyes? I mean, were they normal human-sized eyes? Yeah, they were. Yeah. She didn't look... I didn't get the impression that she was an alien, mm -hmm. but I knew she wasn't from here. And her name just... We, we need to get you under hypnosis to recall that name. Oh, my God. When I woke up in the morning, I was like, oh, I have to remember this name. And it's it just escapes me. And the harder you try to remember it, the more you, the more it's just gone, I right? I have no idea. Yeah. 13 years. Um, it, it does make you wonder what's going to happen. In, well, a lot's going to happen in 13 years, but why yeah. such a specific return date exactly. is, is what I'm wondering. Very specific. Yeah. And what, what time this happened in the winter time? Oh, do you remember what month it was? You know, I think it was the winter and I don't know if it was set there because I was, it was in February when I had this dream occurrence visit. Um, but it felt wintry. I was in between, it kind of landed, um, in a forested setting with a bunch of pine trees and it just felt like winter. Mm -hmm. Well, clearly it didn't, it doesn't seem like it gave you creepy vibes or scary vibes no. or, no. um, no probing that took place. Uh, not, not in that encounter at least. Not in this one. So <laughs> you with your memory, <laughs> with your, no offense, but your ADHD brain, mm -hmm. you better write this on a calendar so you don't forget the year. I know. And will it be like that exact date in 13 years? I just, who knows? Just 365 days in 13 more years. <laughs> keep my head on a swivel, I guess, for this right. alien gal. Right. Um, I'm guessing aliens are pretty punctual. I mean, if they have their, you know, their proton packs and their flux capacitors, you know, set to 1.21 gigawatts so that they can travel through the star systems and dodge asteroids to get here, I'm guessing they can keep track of, you know, punctuality in terms of coming back in 13 years. I'm sure. I won't worry about it. Yeah. They'll find me. Put it on your time. put it on your Google Calendar, totally. right? Totally. <laughs> Actually, you know, get one of those apps that have like a countdown, like people use it for countdown to yes. Christmas or countdown yes. to the last day of school and just put it, you know, alien contact 2.0. <laughs> so, okay. And then you had a more recent, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, the more recent dream uh, having to do with aliens or UFOs. Sure. Yeah. So I had a dream that I was abducted. I guess. Um, I wasn't on a craft or anything, but um, aliens came here and they had taken me and my family and my friends and they were experimenting on us. Um, you know, weird ways probing was involved. Super weird. Not interested. No thanks. Hard pass. And you don't even watch that kind of stuff. No. I mean, you, you don't no. watch alien movies or no. shows. You are my alien friend. Like if <laughs> You are the, the person I get to talk to about all this stuff, but I don't ingest books about aliens or shows or... Oh. So it's not like it's rising to the surface from your subconscious because you watched ancient aliens on History no, Channel or no anything way. like that. No. So there was multiple friends, multiple family members there mm -hmm. that were involved? Yeah. And it, it was aboard a craft of some kind? No, it wasn't a craft. It was not a craft. They had come to Earth. Okay. And they had like taken over our homes and schools and were just kind of keeping us sequestered and... Yeah, it was creepy. Yikes. Yeah. Um, that almost sort of reminds me of a movie uh, called District 9, which I guarantee you have not seen. No. But aliens land in Johannesburg, South Africa, which you've been to, I think. I have, yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of opposite because in the movie, which it, it is kind of sad, but it, more like we they, they landed and we took over them and they almost became like slaves to humans and there was a lot of undertones socially. But, but in this case, the aliens were running the show. They were. 
Interesting. Now, did you wake up with a bloody nose or anything like that? Oh my goodness. When I woke up, I mean, it was disturbing. I don't have dreams like that. So when I do have them, they stick out and I don't often remember dreams. But this one was right there in the forefront of my mind. Um, I didn't notice any bloody no noses or anything. Um, I was looking for markings um, on my skin and for headaches, but I think I felt pretty normal. Well, good. And I only ask about uh, nosebleeds because there's been a kind of a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, generally, when people have an alien abduction experience or lifelong repeating experiences, uh, those people tend to suffer from nosebleeds, uh, particularly around the time uh, that their experience took place. And it's theorized that that's where they put the implant to track us. Mm -hmm. Now, why up our nose? I why? don't know. I guess those are the ear, ear, nose, and throat specialists of the uh, <laughs> of the extraterrestrial world. Um, so yeah, it's it's very it's very interesting, um, you know. And and we can only speculate. That's that's the thing. And I think that's why alien abduction phenomenon has lasted and, and stood the test of time in mm -hmm. pop culture is because nobody has the answers. Yeah, you know, keeps us up at night, and. Generally speaking, when people have these experiences, they wish that they never would have had them. Yeah, I agree. And then you have idiots like me who are practically standing in the backyard <laughs> with a flashlight saying, come take me, you know, come yeah, befriend yeah. me. I want to ride, you know, <laughs> but uh, alas. Um, alas. Any other uh, alien ET encounters, experiences, yes. dreams? Yeah. Um, another one that sticks out. Um, I think I had it over the summer, um, but you and your sister both to my very best friends um, were with me and we were outside in this open field and we saw hundreds of crafts kind of descending upon us. And I was like, Oh my God, Andy, get your camera. And you got it and you were able to record. And then all of a sudden they were spraying us with some sort of liquid and it felt wet in the dream. But I woke up and I was like, Oh my God, what did they do to us in real life? One of those that feels so real where you're like, okay, what are we going to grow? What new superpower did we just, you know, absorb through this liquid? But right. we, a we, weird one. We suddenly have spy, spidey senses, yeah. you know, because we got crop dusted, essentially. We did. Yeah. We did. So, but you didn't grow any new appendages in the morning Not or anything. Not that I know of. Yeah. Unless one only comes out at, at night. That's, that's very interesting. You know, and there is this correlation between people who are intuitive and people who see and experience alien phenomena, they seem to go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you talk with, gosh, I'd say 95% of people who have had an abduction experience, an alien dream, a contact experience of some kind, it seems like 95% of them are intuitive. They're, they're holistic. They're open-minded. Mm -hmm. um, now, why, how do those two go hand in hand, I, I guess, is up for debate. There is, uh, as some listeners might be familiar with this term, but there's a, a term called a starseed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, reading up on the starseed phenomena, it, it's really intriguing because you, you read the list of qualities and characteristics that define a starseed and it pretty much sounds like an old soul. It does. Like if, if any, if you listener are, are familiar with an old soul, an old soul is, uh, it implies that a person has a lot of wisdom, empathy, intuition, a lot of really cool characteristics and qualities. And they have attained these qualities through living, you know, countless past lifetimes, you know, talking reincarnation. 
So is it, you know, something w within a star seed that, uh, you know, almost like you have a homing beacon that just kind of attracts the aliens in like, oh, there you are. Um, but, you know, star seeds are, are said to, you know, be the individuals of the, you know, the healers, the, the helpers, the, uh, the givers, the, the people who are supposed to be here saving humanity, saving the earth, making the world a better place. Uh, a lot of them, you know, feel like they, that earth, like almost like earth is not their true home. Uh, some, some starseed individuals claim that they actually feel more extraterrestrial, even though their body's 100% human, they almost feel like they have a connection to the stars and like earth is some weird uh, foreign neighborhood that they just got dropped off in. And you uh, brought these uh, oracle cards. They look really cool. They're uh, beautiful. Now, what what are these called? They're uh, this is the Starseed Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell and Danielle Noel, and I just gifted it to myself for Christmas, and it's so gorgeous, and I already feel so connected to the messages. But um, yeah, this is specifically for Starseeds, the people that feel like they're always looking for home. Mm-hmm. And you said they have a really, like you relate to the description and the explanation of, of like they put it in layman's terms, down to earth terms. Yeah. So, oh gosh, so what do they beautiful. say about star seeds there? So she explains the star seed oracle is for star seeds, souls who have a longing for all that's mysterious and unknown. A star seed is an old soul, someone whose soul has experienced places other than earth. Perhaps we're all star seeds, some of us displaying stronger traits because the veil of remembering is thinner, or perhaps some souls have spent more time or recent lifetimes incarnating in places in the known and unknown universe. So it's beautiful. I mean, she explains so much of what a star seed is and the qualities and characteristics, but um, she says, once awake, most star seeds find it hard to have meaningless conversations jobs and relationships they innately know there's something more to life and feel called to devote their lives to living in connection with this something more many remain restless until they step into their calling um oh man do you read all of this no it's okay okay but it, it is interesting though because you talk with old souls and one quote by albert einstein comes to mind and it's, uh, he was once quoted as saying, I want to know the thoughts of God. Everything else is just details, mm -hmm. you know? And, and yeah, you, you speak with most old souls and they, they do important work. Like I said, they're helpers, they're healers, they're counselors, they're, they're transformational speakers, you know, they're people who, um, they don't just coast through life. They live intentionally, um, you know, trying to make the world a better place, sometimes sacrificing their own mental well being in the process. And, you know, I, I found a website um, that was talking in uh, quite a bit of detail uh, about starseeds. And <laughs> according to this, uh, it, it talks about the golden age of transformation, creativity, peace, love, and divine healing. And apparently due to the collective energy and synergy of the starseeds, this is uh, set to take place in 2032. 2032. 2032. You got okay, 10 more years. That's not far. 10 more years till uh, this uh, three ring circus gets under control. Oh boy. And we finally stop hurting each other and polluting the earth. Okay. Uh, and it also says, uh, uh, you know, starseeds march to the beat of their own drum. Now, 
I'm going to go out here and say I don't know how they came up with this number, but on this particular website, it says that it's estimated that there are only 78 million starseeds on Earth, which is less than 1% of the population. Um, and they are apparently broken down into 19 different types of starseeds. Mm. You know, you got the Arcturians, the Pleiadians, the um, Lemurians. Lemurians. I mean, it just it goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's some qualities and characteristics that it's talking about here. Take a peek. And so you, dear listener, uh, let's see if you can relate to some of these qualities. Are you a starseed? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, do you experience homesickness, a uh, strong sense of uh, being uh, different or not belonging to Earth? Do you like extraterrestrial shows and programs? Check that box right there. Uh, empathetic, strong sense of unfulfilled purpose, which you were just talking about. Like yeah. oftentimes they don't feel like they're plugged in mm-hmm. and, until they find their, their purpose, their mission. Absolutely. Uh, freedom seeker, uh, intelligent and love to learn, strong intuition. Uh, you've experienced a deep spiritual awakening, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, and are you a highly sensitive person, psychic abilities, paranormal abilities? Um, this one kind of, uh, threw me for a loop a little bit, but it says, have you had a triggering major trauma in your life? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you feel like you're an old soul who's been here before? Are you holistic health, uh, minded natural remedies interest you? Uh, do you have an aversion to harm or violence? Uh, babies, children, and animals are drawn to you. Uh, do you imagine what life would be like on other planets and galaxies? Are you uh, fascinated with astronomy, astrology, spirituality? Uh, are others drawn to you uh, and drawn to your ability to help and support them, like a natural counselor? Um, are you into conspiracy theories and documentaries? Do you have a tinfoil hat? <laughs> no, I just I made that one up. Are you a vegetarian or vegan? Uh, do you feel that you've inherited very little of your parents' traits? Interesting. That is interesting. Uh, have you had ima- imaginary friends as a child? Uh, do you feel drawn to crystals and their healing properties? Do you like physical touch and stimuli? Do you daydream a lot? Do you have memories of living on another planet? Do you read about star seeds? Well, we are right now, so check that box. <laughs> uh, you have seen things that science can't explain. You believe that there's life elsewhere. And uh, last but not least, can you easily read between the lines and pick up on nuances? So we're kind of, kind of talking about being a good judge of character and in intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, so I bet you a lot of our listeners can relate to some of those qualities because naturally I think star seeds or old souls or whatever you want to call that, these people tend to be open-minded mm-hmm. and therefore they tend to be drawn to shows like So Strange and, and other wonderful podcasts that are out there. Um you know, and it, it kind of reminds me of my buddy Craig. I've always told Craig he's a truth seeker. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants he wants to know all the answers. He wants to know how things work. He wants to know how the universe ticks. And I think a lot of people can re- can relate to that. Um, you know, and I'm I'm reading some of those qualities and characteristics, and and I'm just I'm just thinking, yep, yep, you check all those boxes. I do. 
I mean, I feel that, you know, when I was a little girl, I remember so clearly, um, being at home with my mom, with my family. And I just felt sick in my stomach and in my heart. And I go up to my mom and I go, mom, I'm homesick. And she was like, what do you mean? You're, you're home. We're here. We're home. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And it made me cry. I was so homesick and I had no idea what I was homesick for. It was the saddest feeling. I can still feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, just that ache, that ache for something else, something more, you know, but you don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. And, uh, yeah, I can relate to it. I remember being three or four years old, maybe five young enough that I was still being put down for a nap in the mm-hmm. afternoon. And I remember laying there in bed and unlike the, the other kids, my siblings and my mom had an in-home daycare. So she babysat kids. Everyone else would take a nap. I would lay there in bed, staring at the ceiling and thinking to myself, saying to myself, something doesn't feel right. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not supposed to be here, mm-hmm. you know? Totally. And maybe not everybody can relate to this and, and that's okay. I mean, it's, it's not uh, it's the truth be told. It's not really a great feeling, but like we were talking about earlier, when you find your purpose, it's almost like something is activated within you. Mm-hmm. And this article that I was reading, it was talking about activation codes or, or I, I'm trying to think of the terminology it said, but, uh, each type of star seed essentially has a, a different way to be activated, mm-hmm. like a, a, tr- a, a life event, uh, something sp- specific, like a trigger, like a moment in their life where, you know, essentially you level up mm-hmm. and you find your purpose and you're off to the races. And I know for, as I covered on yesterday's super strange bonus episode for subscribers, um, I found my purpose in the fall of two, uh, 2006 when I had my near death experience and suddenly felt my intuition was heightened and went down the path to become a psychic medium, which ironically I never could have imagined, you know, mm-hmm. but that, that was my moment. Uh, that was my spiritual awakening and everybody has their own unique story. I mean, do you want to talk about your moment of awakening where you found your sure. purpose and found your direction? Sure. So, oh my goodness. I don't even know where to start. Honestly, it's such a, it's such an interesting, complex happening. Um, but I, you know, I've been intuitive and empathic my whole life. And obviously I've had all of these strange, um, experiences, but I noticed that after I had my son in in 2015, I was just like open. I was, and maybe that's not necessarily traumatic. Have they talked about a traumatic experience, but it's certainly life changing. Um, so becoming a mom, man, it just completely envelops you and it just, you change forever. Um, and I remember just having more and more intuitive moments, you know, psychic moments, um, dream visits, but it was after the birth of my second child, my daughter, holy moly, it was everything was amplified. It just revved up, level up. It was intense. And you know, when you're kind of in the weeds of a new baby and a toddler, um, you don't pay attention. Well, team spirit wanted me to pay attention. Um, and I remember like it was yesterday, um, I would be sleeping and I would co-sleep with my baby. Um, and all of a sudden I was getting these electric jolts of energy. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It just, it felt like I was getting shocked with pure adrenaline 
and it scared me. I was like, what is going, what is going on? You're getting plugged into some, getting to something. Getting plugged into something. Yeah. And this happened, um, gosh, like three nights in a row and it would wake me up and it startled me and I couldn't go back to sleep. And after a while it would wake up my daughter and finally it was the third night and I sat up and I was like, okay, okay, I'm paying attention. I am paying attention. <laughs> and I just said out loud, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, are you contacting me? Because I'm super connected to the other side. And they, I heard <laughs> on my bedroom wall, three knocks, clear as day. Could that be Y-E-S? <laughs> Y-E-S. And they, you know, they often communicate with me um, through three knocks. It's just, you can't ignore three. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, okay, 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 okay. I'm awake, literally and figuratively. I am awake. And, um, it was kind of that, I mean, it scared me. So that kind of, um, gosh, I started Googling and I'm like, who can help me? Who can help me figure out what's going on with me? Um, and I found you and we set up, I set up an appointment and I was like, I need to talk to somebody about what is happening with me. You know, who are these spirits? And then we had a session and it was great. And he introduced me to my spirit guides and I learned to set boundaries with the spirit world. They don't have to wake me up at night and bother me and scare me. So that just kind of was the beginning of a beautifully changing spiritual awakening. And it's just growing and getting better and better and better. You know, and it's, it's almost fitting that, you know, you woke up a little bit when your son was born and then spiritually you, you were fully awake when your daughter was born because both of them have shown signs of intuition and, and I mean, empathy uh, through the roof. Mm -hmm. um, but your your daughter especially is kind of a chip off the old block. You, you two are pretty much uh, the same person, I feel like. <laughs> um, so yeah, and, and it's, it is, it's, it's a wonderful feeling to, to be awake. And it's, it's something we also have to you know, those of us who are, you know, spiritually awake, um, and living intentionally, we also have to make an effort to, uh, to remain humble, you know, cause there's always so much more we can learn and there's, there's always, you know, so much more that we can grow and evolve. And, and there's so many more diverse ways that we can offer our talents and our, and our skill sets. So I don't think we, uh, ever, you know, reach a certain level, um, where we say, you know, Hey, look at me. I'm, I'm special. I'm different. I'm, you know, I have a, a, an advantage over other people, you know, cause that humility, it's always like, okay, this week, how can I better myself even further and, and even further? And how many people can I affect and change, you know, through, through my passion and talents. And, um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly interesting. And, um, you know, and there's so many different branches of, uh, you know, metaphysics, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, I'm fully immersed in the alien stuff. You're not, no. um, you're, uh, a very creative ind individual and, um, you know, and some people are into meditation and, you know, people like my sister are getting certified in, in hypnosis mm -hmm. and, uh, and you have started your uh, earth angel business. I have. I'm launching it after the, after the new year, but that's one thing I was thinking about it last night. I was, as I was falling asleep. Um, my day job, I'm a photographer and it's, it has my whole heart and my whole soul. Um, but one thing I've noticed 
over the past month or so is that this passion and this drive and this creative uh, plug that I can't ever not have plugged in, it's kind of diminishing and not in a bad way, but I think that my team spirit, my guides, um, really pushing me to start down this different path that I've opened myself to. Um, I'm certified in Reiki and I'm ready to start helping others in a different way. But I'm thinking that they're really, really, really excited for me to make that more of a focus, um, which is scary. It's scary. I'll never stop being a photographer. It's just my absolute passion in life. But I have noticed this stirring um it's almost like a different it's a level up for sure i am for sure leveling up to the next um chapter in my spiritual journey well whatever fills your cup right yeah i mean if, if creativity does the trick great if if helping uh, helping and healing other people does it uh, you know even better you know and i've said this to you before off the air but you know you're one of these rare people i come across who you're so warm and genuine. You make a lasting impression on everybody that you interact with. So mm -hmm. I think everybody who comes to see you for an earth angel healing session will book a photography session and vice versa because they, 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 they invest as you in you as a person. So they don't care what you're doing. They're mm -hmm. like, take, you know, take my money. Here's <laughs> pushing all my chips to the middle of the poker oh. table. Like I'm, you know, we're going to, we're going to stick with Anna no matter what she does. Well, that's super sweet. Thanks. You know, but coming back full circle to our to our conversation about your um, little pixie looking alien mm -hmm. visitor who said she'll be back in 13 years. It, it kind of led me down this, uh, you know, down this rabbit hole of of trying to find other cases and other stories of, you know, people who have had reoccurring, repeating uh, alien encounter visits, whether it's being taken or, or dreams or like literally, you know, craft landing in their backyard and alien stops out and waves hello. And there are a lot of cases throughout the world of aliens coming back. It seems like, I don't know, once they've established some sort of a connection with a, with a particular human, they come back again and again. Wow. Almost the like they're one? same one, same hmm. person. There's this one lady, uh, who went on uh, a major news network and she was just out in the open and she said she she had been visited by extraterrestrials 52 times. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Just hanging out. Just just keeping tabs on her. <laughs> I get watching her grow like she's their favorite oh, reality show. That's pretty sweet though. Yeah. So um I don't know. I I'm I'm going to be counting down the years until until this happens, but it'll be a brand new chapter. Like 13 years is a long time. Oh my goodness. Your kids are going to be in the early 20s by yeah, then. Yeah. I I keep thinking what has happened in the last 13 years of my life and it's it doesn't even look the same. It's right. completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, you know, of course you have the, the angle of, oh my gosh, this is more common than I thought, but these, these time travelers, you know, these TikTok time travelers, oh. Anna, it's a thing. Those guys, those guys, you know, there's, a, there's been a few of them out there, but apparently back in October, November, and, uh, more recently December, uh, there was a TikTok user who did not want his true identity known. He wore a, what they call a Guy Fox mask. So mm -hmm. nobody could see him. And he had his voice altered, but he went on record on several interviews and, and, you know, live on his TikTok channel. And he said he was a time traveler mm. from the future, possibly alien. Okay. He was kind of fuzzy on that, but, uh, he came, uh, talking about different, 
uh, predictions that that mankind would experience okay. here, and he, a couple different predictions, and one of them is is set to take place. Uh, in January, I believe, uh, one of them that was that four high school students would be quote unquote, like activated or given a special gift and okay. it had to do with the sun and it had to do with Mexico. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one had to do a uh, prediction having to do with an uh, alien aircraft landing in area 51 in February. Okay. Something like that. So hmm. I don't know, but it, it was kind of along the lines of you know, um, predictions of, of future dates and events and kind of loosely related to your your uh, little alien friend saying she'd be back in 13 years. So this guy is going on record hmm. and he's he's uh, predicting all sorts of stuff. But there's been a dozen or so people in the past on social media who claim to be from the future or aliens from the future and like 90% of their predictions don't come true. So what do you do? <laughs> How would we know though? Yeah. Maybe they do come true. Well, would we hear about a craft landing in Area 51? That's a very good point. Hmm. You know, tinfoil hat material, mm -hmm. but uh, mm -hmm. we only know what they want us to know. That's right? right. That's right. So, uh, I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll have to uh, see if those predictions come true. And if this podcast is still going in 13 years, which I fully expected to, we'll have to get an update, right? Absolutely. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about? <sighs> I could talk for hours. <laughs> well, we'll have you back on again sometime. And, and this is uh, hopefully uh, an announcement that everybody will be excited about. So in addition to the season finale uh, of every season being a compilation of guests and uh, sharing their firsthand eyewitness paranormal stories, in addition to that, I've decided that I'm going to have guests on more regularly, not just on the season finale, but beginning in season three, I'm actually going to invite a guest onto the show every other week. I love that. And that goes for the regular So Strange episodes that are free and available to the public. And it also goes for the Super Strange bonus episodes for subscribers. So I'm going to kind of stagger them. Uh, but in both departments, uh, every other week I will have a guest on just like this to talk about an experience and to talk about a, a topic. And it's kind of a win-win because I, I, I don't want people to get sick of just hearing my voice. And uh, quite frankly, from uh, from my perspective, doing a organized, uh, scripted episode where I have to research, record, edit, um, it's pretty labor intensive. And doing an interview like this is, is frankly, I think, more interesting and a lot less work for me because yeah. there's there's a, you know there's not so much research that needs to be done. We can just have a conversation this is so fun. and record it. Nice. So uh, look for that in season three. Meanwhile, uh, the season finale of uh, season two. We'll be out in just a couple weeks. Hopefully everybody's excited. And uh, again, you can become a subscriber to the show. I'll leave a link in the show notes. And if you do so, you will uh, gain access to a super strange bonus episode each and every Thursday. In fact, just yesterday, I came out with an episode uh, for subscribers where I fielded uh, questions that were submitted to me on social media. We talked about mummies. We talked about psychic abilities we talked about reincarnation birthmarks you name it we we kind of uh, went all over the place with that one but uh most importantly i want to say uh, again thanks to anna for being on today's episode this was an absolute blast this was so fun thanks for having me star seeds star seeds i mean how cool is this so, so cool yeah anyway thanks for listening everybody uh we'll catch you next time have a good day